For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Hey, welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher. My co-host today is Kim Reynolds. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We cover the social media news that has broke in the last few days. And boy, there's a bunch of stuff this week. Again, uh, what we're going to cover this week is we are going to cover Snapchat, new lenses, new tools, new rumored tools even coming. And we'll be doing that with Sean Ayella. He will be here. Uh, he is here. He's waving at you right now, in fact. And <laughs> and uh, and a bunch of other stuff, a bunch of other stuff. We've got, uh, let's see, some Facebook stuff. We've got some Pinterest stuff, uh, lots of little stuff. So but let's get into the biggest thing, which is this Snapchat news. And welcome back to the show, Sean Ayala. Sean, welcome back to the show. Good to see you. Thank you. And it's good to see you, Kim. It's good to see you, Eric. I appreciate you guys having me back. It's always exciting to participate and have fun. And I might as well quickly record this too. Nice. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. So now that is that version two of the snap lens? This is version two, nice. which is, I, I, I'm only excited about it because it's be, it's waterproof. So that's the only <laughs> thing. I'll take that. Nice. So are you we'll doing see. a lot of water activities that... This, so this not place. yet. Thankfully, I'm going on vacation in about two weeks to Belize. So I am excited to take this in the water and just see how it will last. So we'll see how it works. That's very cool. <laughs> very cool. Yep. So, all right. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we weren't planning on talking about that, but I'm glad that you uh, you brought it up yourself because I think you look great with those. I actually think these the, the newer versions, I think, look better. Do you agree? Yeah. I agree. They're much lighter. Um, they're not as bulkier as, as the original ones um, are. And I mean, they have plenty of options this time, too. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I was really disappointed with, because, you know, we're all marketers. We all love to see um, how Snapchat, especially how they did the first launch and how it was the box in certain locations. Right. Yeah. I mean, this one, it was kind of boring. It was just you can go online and order it. Like, how yeah. exciting is that? But, you know, it's... Can you get cool. prescription lenses? Can you get them with prescription lenses? And actually, that's a good point. Um, now you are able to snap through this spectacles.com website. You're able to get lens specifically for them. Um, you can also, there's a couple options, right? You can add in the um, polarized lens as well. So there are some options that you are able to uh, take advantage of. Very cool. cool. And of course, they add that option from their site after the fact that you don't need it anymore, right? Because you got exactly. the LASIK surgery. <laughs> it's pretty... <laughs> so, well, so Snapchat has been... You You said... That we, we were talking a little bit prior to hitting record, and uh, you're really excited about what Snapchat has been doing and hoping that this really does make a difference in um, 
you know, their business model moving forward. So let's talk about some of these things that they're rolling out. I mean, there's some some solid stuff that they've rolled out. And then there's some speculative slash rumor, but it's pretty substantial rumor. So what's the first stuff? This this new this audio lens. Yeah. So with over so when I think about just stats in general, there's over two third of its videos on Snapchat being watched with sound. So now Snapchat launches their first lens um, that responds to sound, which is really cool. So in this example that you're showing, um, the gentleman is actually talking and, and as he's saying something or as your tone gets louder and louder, his ears gets bigger and bigger. Um, so they're now using sound to incorporate um, into the lens that will just give you something completely different. Um, it's interesting. I think they're taking lens just up another notch. I don't know if this will make or break, you know, the experience, but I do believe that this will now allow people to engage with the lens just a little bit more. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. And this is, uh, the, the, the video that we are watching live is, uh, on the Twitter account from Jake crawl, I believe. And I believe he's a writer at, uh, Mashable. And I, I think the, it, uh, to be honest, my personal opinion is, is I'm not super impressed with this first implementation, but I'm really excited about this new branching out into visual not being the uh, catalyst for what the lens does, but audio being the function. What do you think about that? I, I agree. I, and I think with their new lens studio, right, that allows you to create these new type of lens, the for them. Um, and being able for the developers or the creators to add this new component into it. I mean, there are some really creative people out there creating some unique lenses as they're, um, as they're, as they're doing it today. But just giving flexibility to the developers and creators, I think, will take Snapchat in, a, in just a different direction. So we'll see how that benefits them. Yeah. Well, one of the other things I read about this was, that I was actually excited about also was its ability to uh, ignore the background noise and just kind of hone in on your voice, the voice of the recording device. And that's interesting in itself, too, that they're able to just take that technology um, and create something that focus in on a sound. Right. So I, I give it to Snapchat. I mean, this this was this was innovative. Yeah. yeah. So that's the first thing they've, that they've come up with. I mean, again, this is they're the first. I mean, again, they were also the first to come up with whatever this ever being called something different, quote, stories type of content was. They were the first to come up with that. You know, they, they were the first to actually basically make vertical video actually accommodating on a mobile device. Right. It made sense to do it there. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, they, they're also the first now to this new type of, of AR lens. So I'm I'm pretty excited about that. But there, this isn't the only thing they came out with this week. They're also talking about location tools. Yeah. Or at least so modifying now, it. Yeah, the, the, the modified location tool. Yeah, so, so now you're able to um, send um, a request specifically to a friend, right? So if um, at first, so let's back up a second too, because when they launched this map feature, they allowed all your friends to see where you were on this map. You can either, you can do two things, turn it on or go into ghost mode. And there were some other little options in there. But with this, with this new version, which is rolling out to um, the iOS first, um, 
you are now able to request the location of a specific friend and it's only a bi-directional friend, right? So if you're following um, one of your favorite Snapchat stars or a celebrity, you won't be able to request or ask them for their location. It will only be the person you have a connection with. Um, the cool thing too is that you're able to turn it off for specific people if you didn't want um, them or if you find people that are spamming you, right? So they give you that option. Um, and then the location will stay available for your friend for, for I believe it was up to eight hours um, total. Um, but I mean, what a great way, um, because to begin with, this was kind of a, a weird, scary type of um, thing for just Snapchat users in general. And sure. not a lot of people understood um, how dangerous it could be or how beneficial it could be. Right. So this takes it to a next level that allows the Snapchatter to really own and control their location within the app. Yeah. Well, especially when they launched it originally and it was kind of an all or nothing like the whole world, the whole world of Snapchat can see me or no one can see me. Right. Mm -hmm. And which is scary. I mean, it could be scary depending on how many friends you allow um, to follow you or for, you know, how you who you connect with. So and just to clarify again, you said that it, it was uh it's only if people if you're you're literally friends, like m meaning you're following the person and they're also wait. Yes, you're following them and they're following you. It's not you know, it, it, it's 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 weird still how this is different on every different network in a lot of ways. It's like, it, it, <laughs> essentially, if we went the Twitter model, it's I'm following that person's account and they're also following me, which allows us to direct message. Correct. It's that, that kind of a great. mentality. OK, yep. so. Great analogy. Makes sense. Makes sense. Cool. Oh, another, oh, oh. another clarification. Sorry. Yes. Um, so now that old style of map where everybody showed up, that's been retired or it's gone, correct? So um, I don't I don't have the latest update yet. Um, I don't want to assume that it's gone completely. I think there's still um, I think that option may still be available because you, you can, I mean, the whole point of Snapchat is to allow you to discover your friends and, you know, so that I am not a hundred percent clear with. Yet. Okay. 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 But a really good point. Uh, there was another question I had. I wonder if this is also available for you to have maybe like a group of people all at once is like, Hey, here's, here's not just me and, and Sean, but like me, Sean and Kim and, you know, two or three other people, we're all sharing in a group like our location on Snapchat. Yes. And, so, and great point, because you are able to discover your friends in group chat. Snapchat allows you to do those group chats. Um, I believe it was up to 32. Um, I need to double check that amount. But you probably I mean, in the past, you were able to do that and find the locations of your friends. Um, I would believe you would be able to carry that on here as well. Yeah. So hopefully that'll be something they add into the mix there if they haven't already. But again, all we've been told is that this is a, a new modification to, again, it's not just uh, like like it was when they rolled out where it was an all or nothing kind mm -hmm. of a scenario. So, yeah. All right. Now let's get into this this almost bigger news, which, again, is is semi confirmed, somewhat confirmed. Uh, I, let, what is the news here? And then share what are your thoughts on this? So Snapchat is planning to launch its first full fledged developer platform. So this is huge because um, in the beginning, Snapchat did not allow anyone 
developer, and anyone to have access to their platform. So now they're going to open it up. I mean, it's still going to be secure. However, they are now allowing developers, app developers. Um, so similar to Facebook, mm-hmm. they will be able to um, create a login with Snapchat button um, for apps to, to um, use your Snapchat information um, to be um, used within the app. So a couple things that you'll be able to do. So as a developer, if you're developing an app and you want Snapchat um, login credentials, um, it will pull the Bitmoji avatar. So if you have a Bitmoji avatar, um, you'll be able to, the developer will be able to link that to their app. Um, the other big thing is the ability to host the, um, the actual Snapchat camera in the new app. And whatever pictures or co- AR content you create with Snapchat, it will then be able to send it back to your Snapchat. So, I mean, they are opening up their platform. Um, to have other developers create some amazing, hopefully some amazing apps to complement Snapchat in a way that has never been done before. So for me, I think that is exciting overall because now you are you are opening up Snapchat for for other tools to be incorporated into your storytelling, into your um, uh, it's really your storytelling, right? Um, and I think that that is incredible. I mean, it took them a long time to do this. Um, Hopefully, better late than never. Um, but I think this is a huge movement, a huge um, push in the right direction from Snapchat. Yeah, I know one of the things that had come up recently in one of the live videos that Jeff and I had done on Facebook, I believe uh, somebody out there had said, my kids don't have Facebook accounts. And then they said, wait, that's not true. They don't use the accounts. They only use it to log in to other apps. And so I got to thinking like, well, if Snapchat rolls out the login with Snapchat, like it eliminates all those different, uh, you know, I mean, younger generation that, again, doesn't think Facebook's cool at all. It, It gives them the ability to use their Snapchat login. I mean, that's a pretty exciting feature for them, for sure. Yeah. Of course, and they get to use their avatar and their avatar can now be intertwined into all their other apps, you know, being able to really bring the two together because they're using it all day, every day anyways. So I I think it's just a good, it's it's a win-win on both sides, the developer and Snapchat, I'm hoping. Yeah. So very excited. That that ability to start using Snap's camera, like not locked down to Snapchat. Like that. Yes, it's, it's incredible. I mean, and, and if you're able to re-edit the snaps in another app or add some unique things from another app and send it back to Snapchat, I mean, I think it, I think it's a it's a hopefully a win-win. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Uh, I'm I'm wondering though. I mean, I'm wondering, you know, how soon we'll get some official information on this. I mean, again, this has been something that they've been developing quietly for a while and snap themselves have not yet confirmed it. However, like multiple news sites were talking about this. So it's like somebody's got info, somebody slightly <laughs> leaked it. Like it's definitely going to happen. It's a matter of, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when now. Right. Yep. So. And the current name is called snap kit. So, I mean, they're, 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 Hopefully that's the name that we'll eventually see it with and too. That, so they're keeping yeah. the snap. And, and that fits their branding. So like, you know, that's another sign right there. 
Yeah. <laughs> Everything goes with snap. You can make snap anything. It sounds good. So that's, they got a nice name. Yeah. yeah. Kleenex, snap. I mean, it's, it's all what we're knowing it as. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is, I mean, that's the news for Snapchat this week. Uh, again, they've been the one kind of snap, stepping up and we've had gradually more and more snap news. So I'm sure we're going to see you back again soon, Sean, but, uh, and we'd love to have you. So uh, until then, let people know where they can find you and connect with you um, on Snapchat and everywhere else. Well, again, thank you guys for allowing me the opportunity to participate. You guys are awesome. Um, You guys can find me at everything at Sean Ayala on all social platforms or SeanAyala.com. Awesome. Sean, thank you so much for being here and uh, we'll see you again soon. Cool. We'll see you guys next time. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Always nice to see Sean. Oh, yeah. And 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 it was really good. That's the first time I've actually seen the Snapchat, uh, not Snapchat, the Snap glasses. What are they called? Same. What are they called? I'm blanking uh, spectacles? on spectacles. Yes. Jeez. Spectacles? Yeah. That they looked really cool. Like I actually yeah. would consider wearing a dark pair of spectacles. Uh, and yeah. I have not said, I did not say that about the first version. So we'll, we'll see how that goes, but uh, yeah. All right. Well, moving on in this week's news, Pinterest has been testing screen wide promoted video ads. And this is interesting because it is basically Pinterest announcing the ability to offer advertisers a promoted video tool that is going to make it so that the ad or will will fill, you know, which again, that's right. great, fill the whole, the whole mobile device. In other words, yep. it's, it's an ad unit that they're creating. They're starting off with a few specific marketers or partners. Um, I can list them off here. You know, I've got Paramount Pictures, P&G, Kohl's. Uh, American Express, Tropicana, Chevrolet, and a UK department store chain called John, not John, John Lewis. I don't know where I'm getting John from. Um, (laughs) I was trying to do an English accent inadvertently, I guess. So essentially, it's a bigger format that is going to be available in both a 16 by 9 as well as a one-to-one aspect ratio. And again, depending upon uh, where you're looking if you're looking on the following tab and in search on mobile, that's where this is going to appear. And this is a big alternative to what we're seeing everywhere else ad wise. Right. I mean, the only thing close, yeah. I mean, the only thing close is kind of uh, Instagram stories ads that are interspersed as you're already in stories. But this is different. This is an ad spot that is in the midst of you going through Pinterest, which claims, again, not to be a social network, to be, but to be a search, a visual search engine. So what better place to have visual ads coming through as you're searching yep. than Pinterest, right? Yep. So what do you no, think? I, of this, think it looks, I think I think it looks great. And those, especially like they're showing a trailer here. But I think it looked great for marketers and the way it fills up the whole screen and takes both columns is really nice looking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I what I'm seeing I've seen in a different visual for this is uh, to describe what we're seeing here. We're we're looking at a mobile device and it is a uh, trailer for the new Mission Impossible Fallout uh, movie, and it's showing up in a one to one, which, again, is a square. And that's taking up mm-hmm. the full, you know, it's both taking up the left and right hand column as you're searching. And it kind of grabs your attention, makes you stop. But what I'm assuming is that then if you tap it, it would be a, a trailer that would then fill the entire 
vertical video screen of your device. And I've seen that happen elsewhere. I've seen a different version of that. Um, so I know that that's true. And, and I thought that's actually pretty cool. Like for these trailers to be accommodating um, different devices like this. I mean, this is this is where right. we're going. We've been we've been going this direction for a long time. So, well, I have a question and yeah. we don't have an example here, but if it's the 16 by nine aspect ratio, what would you do? Turn your phone sideways? See, yeah, they say 16 by nine, but I know I saw in the example that it was tapped and it was actually nine by 16. So it was, Uh, you know what I mean? Nine. That makes that makes a lot more sense. Right. Although they could easily say 16 by nine and force it to, you know, you turn your phone sideways and it's, you know, proper aspect ratio that way as well. So but again, yeah, this Hmm. is pretty cool. This is uh, a new ad tool coming out from Pinterest. And this is officially something that they're rolling out. Uh, but again, as they test this, then it, then they will roll it out. So again, we're, what we're saying is, um, it's a test. <laughs> I just said it was official. Mm-hmm. It's officially a test. In other words, it's officially a test. It's officially a test. That's what I meant to say. So don't get me wrong. It's a test, it's but a test. this, this next one is not a test. This is not a test. Or is it? Okay. No, it so, is. <laughs> well, no, it's not. So we have a little video here and it's. Facebook has, well, I guess I should tell you what the news is. So Facebook has added Instagram style polling features and Facebook story polling features to messenger stories, which is interesting because just just last week I'd asked you, Eric, I'm like, are messenger stories still a thing? Do people still do separate stories? Right. And apparently they do. So they've just added this new um, this new feature where you can add a poll and you, you know, you, you put up a photo and then you add a sticker with the poll. My phone doesn't have it. I don't have the update yet with the sticker icon for the polls, but there's a sticker icon. And then you, I'm sorry, you tap the stickers icon and then you select the right. poll sticker. Yes. So, um, so then you can put it anywhere on the image or video or video that you want. And then you add your options. And when someone votes on it, they see the results and you can also click on it and see, or not not click, sorry, you can swipe up to the viewer list to see how many votes each answer received, who voted and which choice they voted for. Very cool. You get a lot of information. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very similar to how it works on Instagram stories. I'm trying to remember how, I think it's been at least a month, probably more like two to three months now that this poll sticker uh, has been out for Instagram stories. I'm surprised they did not roll this out for Facebook stories with all the emphasis they're putting there. And and again, like you said, messenger stories is still a thing. Question mark. (laughs) I, I unless I am totally wrong and I don't think I am because I was playing with it this morning. Facebook stories does have polls. See, and I went into I, that and I couldn't find it. So I, I, you know, I saw Boomerang. I saw, um, you know, a couple different other things, but I never saw uh, a poll sticker to, to use. So, yeah, I could do a poll in my Facebook story. I couldn't do it in the messenger stories. But to make things even more confusing, you can share when you create the poll in your messenger story. It also shares to Facebook. And I don't know if that shows up in your feed or if it shows up in your Facebook story. So I, I there wasn't any clarification. So I probably just confused everybody more than helped them out. But 
there are pools, they're Instagram style, and they look kind of fun. Yeah. So if you're using Facebook or sorry, if you're using, see, even I get jumbled when I say this, it's hard to say it. Uh, and we are, you know, some of the people in the, in the, um, in the chat of the live show are saying that yes, polls yeah. are on Facebook stories. So apparently I just don't have it and couldn't find it. Yeah. Um, and, and because I don't have stickers sitting there for some reason. So, uh, ah. but Facebook messenger stories. So messenger stories yes. have added this messenger and this is official. It is out there. So go, go update your app, check and see if you have it and do a poll and ask people yeah. if they've watched our latest show well, <laughs> and, then, and, if you and know, link to it. If, and if you know, can you put it in the sidebar when you share, when you have a messenger story and you share it to Facebook, where on Facebook does it show up? I would love to know that. I mean, I guess I could experiment and try, but I'd like to know where it shows up when you share to Facebook. So if you know, let us know in the column, the, yes. the columns, the, column. the columns, yes, comments <laughs> in other yeah. Facebook news. Uh, Facebook is testing an instant articles builder, and it's also a new open source desktop app that will enable publishers to generate an instant article from an existing mobile site without needing to write any code. And there is a video that goes along with this and what it shows as you watch it on this Facebook for developers uh, site is it, it literally allows you to like click in to different portions of the article, uh, your your instant article, that is, and basically use a, a, a what you see is what you get, a WYSIWYG um ability to, you know, basically tweak your instant article and you don't need to know, know code to make it work. Like you can, I mean, th yeah. this is actually, this makes it simple. Like I could do instant yes. articles. I don't know how to do instant articles. I'm not that good. I am not that smart, or at least I should say I haven't learned just yet. Uh, but right. this, this makes it so that everybody can hack it. That's really cool. I really think that, yeah. you know, as I watched the video and I understood that, Basically, as a publisher with limited technical expertise, I could get onboarded onto doing instant articles. And that's the great thing about this tool. Yeah, I, I think this is amazing. And I'm glad they came out with it. I don't do instant articles either. So, wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. As you watch the video, essentially, you're pointing and clicking and changing the visual elements of the mobile web article so that it looks better uh, when it shows up as an instant article. And it's like, geez, this is I mean, they make it look so easy. So this yeah, is I mean, seriously. So check this out uh, again. Uh, I should make the disclaimer. Everything we mention in this show, you can find in the show notes for this episode every Saturday at socialmediaexaminer.com. That's where you'll find the new article of that day that has the replay for the show, as well as all the links, just in case you miss any of the things that we are talking about. Well, you know, it makes sense that they're making instant articles easier to create because that is an advertising destination placement. So the more people they can get using instant articles, the more space they have to advertise. Yeah, so, exactly. So good job, Facebook. And yeah. then in, in other Facebook news. Yes. And so we don't have a screen share on this, but Facebook has launched its new live social VR app called Oculus Venues and is for both the Oculus Go that I'm getting tonight and Gear VR headsets, along with a full schedule of events for this 
coming up summer. So venues, venues offer, um, there's social space where you can watch live sporting events, concerts, shows, and you know, a variety of things all in real time with your friends. So a little while ago, they mentioned that they had, we mentioned that they had started, I think it was called rooms, um, mm-hmm. the VR rooms. And th- that was like a little place where you could have a, a person come in or friends come in, but this is kind of like a big room with live actual entertainment going on. And if you, if you find the idea of having a whole bunch of people around you distracting or whatever, you can also ditch your friends and continue to watch the event from a private single person VR suite. So, you know, it's so amazing and so neat. I can't wait to try this out. And there's a whole slew of stuff that's going to be offered this summer. So should definitely check that out. This this is one of those things that, you know, as I started to get into reading about it, I thought I'm skeptical of this. But as I thought about it more, like I've seen some VR stuff that makes sense to be able to get people together over long distances. They'd be able to that, you know, the ability to sit down and watch a movie, you know, in a theater, but not be all in the same theater. In a sense, right. yeah. you know, it's like having yeah. a screening. It's like having a private screening room with your friends where it's like you turn and like, yeah, it's a digital version of them. But like it's still sure. an avatar that's close enough to them. Yeah. You know, you look left, you look right and you've got digital friends and they do the same. But you can all look up at the screen and watch the show together. Like it's actually pretty yeah. cool. I mean, it is cool. I it, that. After reading this in our story, because I've been on the fence about whether or not to get Oculus Go, but after reading this, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go and get it. And they uh, said that they have some content coming from Showtime later on in the summer, plus film screenings from Lionsgate, Lionsgate titles. Mm. And if you know anything about Lionsgate, they put out a huge, vast majority of movies, it seems right, like, their right. distributor. So um, this would be just phenomenal like i'm so excited so yeah so this is sports yeah and again this is in conjunction with the oculus go which was the one they announced um beginning of the month gosh it's it's really been like today today is june 1st as we record this and it was like may 1st and 2nd and they were like 199 shipping today and and you're getting it today so yeah, I it's, it's going to be my my treats and myself for you're, all my hard You're going to have to you're going to have to make sure that like Sean with his spectacles next week you have your Oculus Go as we start the show at least for pre-show. So yeah, anyway, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna, it's going to be cool. I can't it's, wait to it. It'll help with reporting too. This is actually great sure. for the show. I'll know more you know firsthand about what I'm talking about. Yeah. So. Moving on. Uh, next up, Periscope. It's been a while since I've heard any Periscope news, to be honest. Yeah. So let's get into this one. Periscope is rolling out background audio for the iOS app. So Periscope is has added the ability to continue listening to a Periscope broadcast, even if you've turned the screen off or you're using other apps. And this is currently only for the iOS app. Uh, they said that the, and they they refer to it as audio docking which is interesting. I've never heard hmm. of that phrase before, but apparently, again, it's it's background audio for, for everybody else. Uh, what this means is, say somebody's out there streaming Periscope and you're not wanting to eat up as much of your bandwidth if you're not in Wi-Fi, but you still want to be uh, on the call, so to speak. Well, you go in and then you 
go to it and then you allow this and then you close down the the screen and the video stream obviously video takes up so much more bandwidth than just audio so this will save you settings there or save you uh streaming um data there so you can still listen to periscope as a i don't know a live podcast if you will uh instead of doing live video now again it's only for ios just now but honestly this is this is interesting like i might Mm -hmm. do this i might turn on for certain people a periscope notification saying hey they've gone live and then uh set the phone down and leave the audio on and just kind of listen to what they're saying if i don't have time to sit there and watch you know well you know and it could potentially open up a whole new audience for periscope creators people that create content with periscope because um there's a lot of places in the world where you know they just don't have as great a connections and video is an issue so you know you could potentially be reaching a whole new crowd Oh, interesting. And Grace Duffy, our show producer, just during live broadcast said that uh, there's a comment on Periscope right now as we are broadcasting on Periscope live right now that says that Android does now have it, too. So and that actually brings up an interesting point that I had made when we were doing show prep for this was, hey, you know what you could do? You could follow Social Media Examiner on Periscope. And then we when we go live there. If you wanted to listen to this as a live podcast, you could do that. Yeah. You wouldn't have to watch. You could set, turn it on and then go about other things and listen live as you go. So just another thought there for those of you who uh, enjoy partaking live but can't because it's video. Yep. Do the audio version through Periscope using this new feature. So there you go. That's great. We've, so we've got a mess like a big old mess of found in the wild stuff to go through. So this is going to be, I mean, I don't have, I I wish I had like a a sound bar here to press and do like the, you know, jungle noise from the podcast. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) I can make monkey sounds. No, that's all right. That's all right. No. So darn it. Okay. Anyway. Okie dokie. So for our wilds, our first of our mini wilds, um, Facebook is testing a top fan badge. And this, and new monetization tools for creators. But um, so basically how it goes is back in January, Facebook Live launched a monetization program for video gameplay streamers. And TechCrunch reported that this new program allowed viewers to tip streamers $3 or more through the desktop site and that they were going to expand to a similar program to other live video creators. And then in March... Facebook officially announced plans to test a way for fans to become supporters of the, and we actually reported that on the show, Mm -hmm. a way for fans to become supporters of the creators that they love through monthly payments in exchange for perks like exclusive content or a badge highlighting their status as a supporter. And so over the past few weeks, Facebook creators have started to see this test in action. So how it works is Facebook viewers can purchase these stars, which reminds me so much of what YouTube is doing, but they can purchase stars within Facebook that can be sent to the streamers and converted into money. So basically sending stars is a way to show your the creator that you love that um, show them support and to be recognized by the streamer and other viewers. And so in that same announcement, this is a really big announcement. In that same announcement, um, Facebook introduced a new way to 
highlight a creator's top fans by displaying a badge next to their name and adding their name to a leaderboard of highly engaged fans. And so I, I imagine it's, is this up here? Okay. So this is in the screen share that we have here. So Michael Stelzner found uh, two screenshots. He was watching somebody and, and and again, it was under the category of gaming. And so then this, the second screen that we're looking at here, um, go ahead, take it away. This is interesting. Yeah, so this this is this is the star. So if you send them one star, it's a dollar ninety nine. Um, two and a half clumps of stars, um, two and a half stars or one and a half stars, you get five bucks, and it keeps going all the way up to a hundred dollars. And it's, uh, I imagine that the way that you actually pay this is you have a credit card connected to Facebook, right? Just like you have a credit card connected to Facebook to send and receive payments, probably the same thing here. So here's this little top fan icon. So it's like a circle with a star in it, which kind of reminds me of the icon you have if you're an administrator of a group. Mm, so yeah, you're right. It know. is it is similar to that. I think that icon is blue. So maybe the fact that it's yellow is yeah. the difference. Uh, go back one uh, screenshot for a second. I want to. Sure. When I first saw this, I instantly mm-hmm. saw, uh, or sorry, I instantly thought of Periscope and their whole ah. super hearts and all that kind of stuff. And and I remember when we were talking to Luria Petrucci when they first announced that over a year ago now, um, that it was about buying stars. But then those stars <laughs> then converted into hearts yeah. and super hearts, yes. and it was so confusing. I'm so glad yeah. to see that this is simplified, and it's just this is how many stars you buy for this amount of money, and then you've got exactly. that those amount of stars on hand to be able to then give a certain amount of stars at a time to somebody and support them. And and then on their end, the stars, you know, they accumulate and then they convert it back into money and they get paid. And this is a lot like Twitch too, by the way. Um, yeah. That's, you know, this is exact. I mean, it's almost the same thing. So we're, I like seeing that this is becoming, uh, especially on a larger platform like, like Facebook, where a lot of people are, uh, that this is becoming a possibility. Yeah. With, well, with this, I think that you buy the stars on the fly rather mm-hmm. than bank up a whole bunch of stars. So you like you select your star amount and then you write a comment like, hey, you're awesome. And um, then you send it and then your favorite creator gets all excited because they just got five bucks or a hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's amazing. Yeah. That'd so be pretty good for a hundred dollars. We'll see. I mean, this this is interesting. And, and again, primarily it's gaming again, which is why I like. The, the whole Twitch thing makes makes sense. So, yeah. Comparison. So now. So this is Facebook Live and it's just for video gameplay streamers. And I don't know if it's going to be rolling out to other types of Facebook Live shows. That would be I mean, it seems like it should. Wouldn't that doesn't seem like a natural extension of this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it so, would, it'd be great if, you know, while we're live on Facebook right now, people could be like giving us stars. <laughs> and we can go to Starbucks. Yay. Yeah, there you go. No. Um, so Facebook says that it they haven't officially said that they're going to take a revenue share, but it's safe to assume that there will be a revenue share. And the goal of this whole program is to help gamers of all fame levels mm-hmm. grow big communities. And followers across Facebook, Instagram, and Oculus. So interesting. That's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next up, 
Facebook is testing review scores on business pages. So this is essentially a, a new feature that is allowing for uh, business pages to um, essentially convert their ratings from their page into a total review score that then is there and shown and, you know, hey, it's it's almost like, you know, proudly saying, hey, we're almost we're four point blah, blah, blah stars on Yelp or, you know, you know, something, something, something reviews on Amazon. And it's out of a it's out of a 10 point scale. So for the example that we're showing here, it's it's a nine point six out of 10. And it's based on the opinion of almost eight thousand people. And what they say uh, in it is that this score is going to help people find great places easily. But again, it doesn't have to be a place. It could be a business. Um, but it's it's based on multiple sources, such as the ratings and reviews and recommendations people share about that page. And uh, they even give you some tips about how to improve the score. You can get new recommendations are going to be weighed uh, more heavily. So you want to continually improve your score by having new reviews come in for your page, as well as uh, they say, if you see an unfair recommendation on your page uh, to report it. I went and looked at social media marketing world's Facebook page and we had a 9.8. So awesome. like, all right, Yay. cool. Like mm-hmm. very slight sliver of having a perfect 10 for social media marketing yeah. world. And by the way, if you've been to social media marketing world and you've not gone over to social media marketing world on Facebook to our page there to one, like it, and then two, rate it that to help our score, we'd, we'd appreciate that. Especially if you, yeah. we'd love it. So, so this, so is, this I is pretty cool. I I didn't I haven't gone over there to see it, and as soon as the show's over, I'm going to go over to the page. But is it displayed pretty prominently on the page, more so than like the little stars are? Actually, so when you go to the page, you can see it kind of. Uh, you know what they're showing here is it's kind of a greenish circle with the nine point six in it. And what you would see when you'd go over there is it would be Scout. And mm-hmm. as the avatar, and then you'd see a 9.8 in a green bubble there. So that that's how it's represented. It's it's kind of near or attached to um, the the avatar, uh, and it's and it's actually also um, in the uh, what is it called? It's right by the reviews as well. It's like 9.8. It's a green circle, and it, then it shows 9.8 out of 10.0 based on the opinion of how many people you know, have, have added to it again. It's not just based on the amount of people, like they said, it's based on multiple sources. So there you go. Well, so I just went over there to look at it and I thought, Hey, I'll pull it up as a screen share for everyone, but I don't see it. Oh, so maybe, so maybe you've got to be, maybe it's a back end thing for now, but I've, I'm seeing it. I went right. over there and I see it. So anyway, it's, it's yeah. one of those things that, you know, and again, I never got a notification like this, uh, that we're showing here as part of the, the live show. So, but again, thanks to Stacey Andrews in the social media marketing society for sharing this with us because yeah. it's showing us what it looks like. And then I was able to see it. So. Yeah, I think that's really good. Now, you got to think about why is Facebook doing this other than to give people more information. But I imagine that, you know, maybe they'll start coming up with a recommendation engine that you can select. Okay, I want someone that has a 8.5 or above, or I'm not that picky. I'll take a six and above or whatever. So because stars are limited, I mean, you can one, two, three, four, five stars are 
halves, but you can be more granular with this. So maybe there's something new coming. Yeah. So um, let's go down to the the next one. So Facebook events is testing a ticketing and messaging option. Right. And this I got super excited about, and I think it's really neat. So Facebook is testing, still test, um, because it's a wild, is testing the option to allow people to ask questions via Facebook Messenger, add free or paid admission options for an event, and set a ticketing price range when setting up a Facebook event page. So this new tool includes two purchasing options, um, either at the event or through a website. And if you, you you don't want to purchase right then, you have questions, you can also send a question directly through Messenger. So um, let me see if I can describe what's on this page for you. So you can turn off this messaging feature. If you don't want people asking you questions about the event via Facebook Messenger, you can turn that off. But um, prior to this, pages have Messenger, but not events. So now effectively events have Messenger also. So um, you can add whether it's a free or paid event and then give people the option to pay at the event um, get a tickets on the website, and I'm assuming there's a link there that you can go to, or even request tickets through Messenger. So this is really exciting. I'm 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 looking forward to seeing how this plays out when we start our event page for Social Media Marketing World 19. Yeah, and again, we got to make sure we mention this. Uh, Matt Navarra was the one who discovered this and shared this. So, yes. Yeah, pretty pretty exciting. Um, yeah, I have gotten noticed that there was actually something that broke and uh, Mike Stelsner himself was actually wanting to join us. Uh, I can't Ooh. tell if he's still sitting here or not though. So uh, as soon as I see that, we will, jo- okay, he is. So I'm going to bring oh, him in. So there you go. This is a first for us, by the way, we've never actually yeah. had new news break while the show is going on and then bring someone in. So we're going to, and it must be good for Mike must to come good. on. I know what it is. Good. I know what it is. So, oh, man, I don't. So I don't have a screen share. Hey. So I'm going to close hey, that. Hey, everybody. Okay. How are you? Hi, Mike. Actually, Facebook has decided that they are eliminating trending news from Facebook starting next week. It's oh, going wow. to be gone. So what this means is that the way that you guys historically have gotten news on Facebook, where you've clicked on all those little trending categories, they are fully eliminating that next week. Now, they're claiming it accounted for less than 1.5% of clicks. But for anybody who's been paying attention, they actually said they were scaling back news. Do you remember this? From 3% to 1.5% a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. So part of the reason why it only accounts for such a small amount of clicks is because they have been minimizing the uh, discoverability of news in the actual news feed. I've already shared this news over on our Facebook page, and it's going pretty viral. Here's what they're saying. Um, We're removing trending soon to make way for for news, future news experiences. We've introduced trending in 2004. Um, It didn't get a lot of clicks, quote unquote. Uh, It's only been available in certain English speaking nations. Um, But as of next week, it will be completely eliminated. I'm going to talk about what they're going to replace it with. Before I do, I would love to get Eric and Kim. What are your thoughts on them getting rid of news? I like the idea because when when I saw the trending, the trending news, it always seemed like the gossipy stuff. It was never relevant to what I wanted to hear about. So I'm not going to miss it at all. What do you Um, think, Eric? 
my my uh, take on this is I honestly was really relying more on the news feed and who I was following and it, what they actually shared to show me what was important versus this. So, well, let me tell you, from my perspective, I actually enjoyed it because I would go into the technology category and I would discover trending things. And by the way, they didn't just say they're getting rid of trending news they're getting rid of all tools and APIs that also aggregate the trending data from Facebook. So third-party tools that looked at Facebook and provided news trends will be stopped. So all that is actually getting eliminated. So they're not making it so that you can really use Facebook in order to be able to find out news, at least in the trending category. Um, So my personal thoughts on this is they're doing this to cover themselves because they've been getting a lot of pressure. Um, They're doing this to get rid of biases that they may or may not have with their algorithms and humans. Um, And but I think the more important thing is this is a sign that Facebook doesn't want to drive traffic off of Facebook. Right. Because let's be very clear. The trending news was the opportunity for publishers, bloggers to get their stuff out there in the news. Um, Last week, we discovered that uh, because of trending news that uh, the FBI put out an announcement that um, everybody needed to reset their routers. I would have never discovered that if I didn't go into trending news. That's not going to be discoverable anymore. Mm. I ended up sharing that as a public service message on our Facebook wall, and it went viral. There's now not going to be a way for us to aggregate and get our news and have a discovery mechanism in the way that there was before. And I think the implications of this are pretty substantial because – Really, this is Facebook saying we want to keep people on the platform. So the new thing that they're saying is we're making way for video. So what they're really going to be doing is partnering with video producers to create news, video news that's going to be seen inside of the watch platform. Now, there's still going to be the opportunity to for publishers to break news on Facebook. But I think this is just another nail in the coffin for publishers, you know, that want to try to drive traffic off of Facebook. It really is becoming America online again, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all going to live inside of the platform. So I think this is unfortunately a bad new, bad, a a difficult day for publishers, right? Because Mm -hmm. this means that there will be even more difficult ways for us to essentially discover news on Facebook. And, and I do think that this is going to be, you know, like, how are we going to, how are we really going to look to Facebook as a source of news anymore? That's the question. They are, they still have a breaking news label. So it says that they're testing this breaking news label with 80 publishers across North America, South America, Europe, India, and Australia. So it's only 80 publishers though, right? So now what's happening is this is becoming a very elite small group of publishers that will control the news on Facebook. In addition, they've got something called, They've got something called Today In, and it says we're testing a dedicated section on Facebook called Today In that connects people to the latest breaking news and important news from local publishers in their city, as well as updates from local officials. So what we're seeing here is we're seeing they're trying to go into the local stuff. They're trying to just have a few, less than 100 publishers, determine what is and what is not news, but it's going to be a little harder to know where to find that news. So it's fascinating. It's different. It's big. That's why I decided to inject myself into this news program today, because I think it's going to have huge implications for us. Right. Because like in the past, you could do something called newsjacking. Right. Because if you saw a trend 
going on Facebook, you could come out with news and ride that trend. That's now impossible. That's not going to be possible anymore. Or it's going to be much more harder to be discovered because Facebook has decided that they're just not going to do that anymore. So, you know, that news on the side was just something you would click on and then you would see all that news aggregated, but that's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. And, and I think it, it fundamentally, in some senses, for some people, is going to change their consumer habits for Facebook. And that's what we have as marketers need to be aware of. There's an incredible opportunity for other social platforms like Twitter, for example, Twitter. to really to really go crazy on this and become the platform for news. So I think this is a big deal. And that's why I decided to come on for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> in a while. It's nice awesome. to see you. All right. I'll, uh, that's it. I'll let All you right. guys go. Thank you so much. We now Thank you. see ya. We now resume our regularly live program. And uh, so what was our next story here? Let's jump over to that. Um, the Facebook expanding get together feature. Yes. So the get together feature. I remember this now. This is the the, the ability. It's funny. This is it kind of fits along with um, their whole Facebook's whole uh, prerogative and, um, you know, the, their mission of making Facebook a place where people are connecting. They, they talk a lot about this in the F8 conference, and this is yet another one of those ways to do that. And what it is, is um, and, and again, this is a found in the wild. And what it is, is it's it's the ability to and this was found by Abby Alter in the um, and, and she's in the Social Media Marketing Society. And what it is, sorry, I keep belaboring the point, is that it's a way for you to plan a meetup and then post the details in a group. And so what you do is uh, inside of where you're creating a post inside of a group, you scroll down, you'll see something that says get together almost all the way down. It says get together. And it's like two yeah. hands kind of giving a high five, you know, like, hey, we met up, you know, or we met up anyway. Yeah. And um, so then you click that and then you can start to create a post in the group. You can create, you know, it's a, it asks, what are you doing? You can give details about that event or that meetup, I should say, in that group. You can type a when, you can add a location. And I think this is pretty cool. Like for us to do something like this inside of, say, a Facebook group that is specific to social media marketing world and, mm -hmm. and you know, it's, it's a meetup and it's like, here's the location, here's the information. It's easy to, you know, and tap on that and get together at that place. Like I actually would consider doing some of this, um, it, it's all about bringing that digital into the tangible, if you will. Yeah. So pretty well, this cool. This would be great for, great for society, especially during the social media marketing world. Yeah. We can all plan the meetups. So awesome. we got a couple other ones here. Let's just see if we can knock them out real quick. Yeah. So Facebook is the news is Facebook is uh, in the mobile app. It is now automatically suggesting Instagram photos to share to a page. So neither Facebook nor Instagram has confirmed any of this, but we it was discovered by Kelly Kelly Mirabella from Social Media Marketing Society. And so she she put it up and you can Facebook is just suggesting these Instagram photos you share to your page. So um so I imagine you know if your page it's gonna you have to have an Instagram account connected to your page. Yeah. For this to happen. Very cool. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Yes, and then probably. the next thing is um, Facebook is adding a share button. Here we go. Also right down Kelly. here. 
also from Cali. Go Cali. And um, so this is if you have Facebook story, now you can easily share it to Facebook. Now, the only thing that can be. Sorry, you said uh, you said Facebook stories. I'm sorry. This is an Instagram yes. oh, oh, Instagram story that you can now easily share to Facebook. And it it looks like it's, you can share someone. That's the important thing. It's someone else's story, not your own story. Because if you create your own story, you can already automatically share that to Facebook. Right. But this is you can share someone else's story right. to Facebook. And I don't know where it's going to show up. We don't know that yet. Is it going to show up in the newsfeed? Is it going to show up in your story? Who knows? Yeah. So it, it's interesting. And again, this is found in the wild. So it's something that we've seen or someone else has seen and, and shown us. But, uh, it, it, you know, take it with a grain of salt that it's going to come out or not. Sometimes they test things and it doesn't see the light of day. Uh, Correct. Last piece of news for the day. Facebook has been taking action against Instagram engagement pods. If you're not familiar with what an engagement pod is, is it is a group of people who group together to artificially inflate members posts. So in other words, it's like, hey, I'll go like yours. You go like mine. And if we get a whole bunch of people together and we all do that for everybody, then we'll beat the algorithm. And Facebook's like, no, sorry. And so BuzzFeed reported that uh, Facebook had suspended several large Facebook groups that were created with this um uh, intention in mind. And so, yeah. And ultimately I wanted to bring this up because I just wanted to give a warning, like any kind of beating the algorithm type stuff like this is never going to be seen in a favorable light. So I don't even think about it. Just don't consider it. Like instead go about it from, uh, quality content and actual engagement not fake yeah. engagement. Uh, I yeah. see way I see way too much fake engagement to be to be quite honest. Automated fake yeah. engagement. So yes. Anyway, so uh, we got all our show in and more this week. We are glad to have been able to bring this to you. I want to say special thanks to Jeff C for handling the simulcasts. Grace Duffy, our show producer. Michael Stelzner for stopping by. Kim Reynolds for being a great co-host and. We want you to join us live next week and every week for that matter. You can do that by getting this on your calendar by going to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. It's right there ready for you to add it to your calendar. So you've got a reminder. Oh, hey, today's today's the live show. Yay. It's already in my calendar. Like it's time I've blocked out to do this. Also, if you can't join us live, we understand. We hope you can make it some point. But if you can't, every week on Monday, the podcast episodes drop and you can find that this show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. All you got to do is go there and look up social media marketing talk show. Boom, it's there. Hit subscribe. Heck, rate and review us while you're there, by the way. And our next show will be next week, Friday, June 8th, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Again, socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. Get it on your calendar. And if you're watching it on Facebook, Periscope, Wherever you're watching, hit share if you enjoyed this week's news show. We are glad to have you. We're glad to bring it to you. And with that, we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com.
If you're like so many fellow marketers and creators and entrepreneurs, you're probably wondering, how do I put AI to work? Well, be sure to listen to the AI Explored podcast, a new show from Social Media Examiner, hosted by yours truly, Michael Stelzner. Again, check out the AI Explored podcast.